hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Lisa. And this is Adam. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. So, I actually used a charger because <laughs> I put my glass down. You're you're still drinking. I am still drinking. Which is kind of the theme of our weekend. Mm-hmm. Lisa's still drinking. Uh, we did have, How was your week? Uh, my week was busy. Yeah. We had many, many Cub Scout um, things this week. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday we had a game night with some friends. We went over to their house. Yep, that was fun. Yeah, we played Villainous. Yep. Which is basically like uh, everyone's playing their own little version of Villain Solitaire. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad way of putting it. And then you kind of screw each other up occasionally. Yeah, you can occasionally throw some, like, lob some grenades over the fence to mess with people. But yeah, everyone's playing their own little game for the most part. And the thing is... And it's fun. I have to say, this game is, like, really weird because you have completely different objectives depending on which Disney villain you're playing. So if you're playing Maleficent or the Wicked Queen from Snow White, I was playing Scar, someone else was playing Prince John, uh, someone else was playing the Queen of Hearts from Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland. Like, we're all playing these different things and somebody will hit their win condition and the game gets... Everybody gets one more turn. Right. It goes one more lap around the board, or around the um, the table there. And one other person won. Yes. And then two of us would have won had there been, like, slightly different choices. Or, right. like, it was maybe very close, someone didn't throw, like, someone didn't mess with you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so the two ladies won. The two dads uh, would have won the next one. There was one other... There was like a teenage girl that was playing with us that she was like, I don't get it. She was like half playing. <laughs> she was she was having fun. She was enjoying herself, I think. But at the same time, it was just mm-hmm. whatever. But no, it's yeah, a really so good they, game. They Look did a up. good job uh, engineering all the game mechanics so that they have about the same churn rate. It is Yeah, it is really oddly balanced in a way that I cannot conceive of how it happened. But It's because it was well designed. Well, and there's like 12 different characters you can play, and they all work out that way. It's I've never had one that's been like, oh, there's no way to win with this character. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's really good. Uh, and then Saturday, right, we had a wedding. Saturday, yeah, we went to uh, my friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was really amazing. We went and hung out with all these people that used to work with you. Right, right. And they were all like, why is she, why is she still working? <laughs> You know, she's, like, way better than this, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. I am the one that has her resume and keeps applying to jobs for her. I am utterly aware of how amazing this woman is. I mean, I'm not. I'm just not that motivated. Yeah. Uh, It's fine. Well, you're, like, loyal to a fault as well. That's fine. Yeah, that's true. Um, But it was was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I drank a lot. Mm -hmm. I woke up not hungover, but still drunk. It was... Pretty good. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, this is, uh, this, I've never done this before. <laughs> this is new for me. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was good. Yeah. I mean, that's a life goal that we did. Like, we. But we, I didn't get sick. Like, I was just tired. Yeah. And this, this, this was in town. Yeah, it was and nearby. We still got a hotel room. We did. We shipped our kids off to, uh, Nana and Papa's and we got a hotel room because we could. Yeah, because, like, I hit a Hotel Tonight deal where it was, like, 60 bucks for a room for the night at a pretty reasonable place. Like, right. it was actually a suite. Right, it was not fine. Not a kitchenette. Like, we could have, like, cooked. I mean, that, yeah. But that we was just, not on the we table. We just came back from the wedding and crashed. But it was, But yeah, it was nice. It was, like, half a mile from the wedding venue, so right. that was... Right, so we didn't have to schlep all the way back home. Right. I mean, not that it was a big schlep, but... Yeah, but, you know, every it was little nice. bit helps. And we just... And also, the thing about a hotel room is... There aren't your dishes in the sink. Nope. Like there's no laundry to fold in a hotel room. Right. The the sheets are nice and crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to wash them or like yep. make the bed when you get done. Like Yep. The, the Yep, all the responsibility is removed. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh, all I can do in this room is sleep. 
So I'm going to sleep forever. Yes. And so we did. It and was, it was, it was great. Wonderful. And then we woke up and like breakfast is downstairs. And it's not a great breakfast. But it was fine. Like, And also, you know, we thought about going out to lunch on a Sunday morning. And we were just like, oh, that's going to be a nightmare. Right. Like, I don't know if I have enough time to go out to brunch. I was like, well, if we get a hotel room. That has breakfast. That has breakfast included. I mean, there's no mimosas. But, but I was still drunk. So, so like, it I, worked out. I honestly didn't need any. <laughs> so we did that. And we... We had a good time. It was it was a it was a classy time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Two people got married. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. Uh, and then I picked up the kids from from mom's. I came back. I put the Christmas lights on the house. Yes, that's it's, a big deal. It's the last Sunday of November, so I feel okay with this. I mean, yes, it is early, but guys, there's only three weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. There's just not enough time. No, it really uh, to do everything that we're supposed to do. And we travel for holidays and stuff, and we have a very busy schedule. And I just was like, I have two hours of sunlight when it's not snowing or raining or like mm-hmm. super windy. Right. Like you don't necessarily have to turn them on. Just put them up. You yeah. know. I did turn them on. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't care. <laughs> so the problem is, like, my our kids saw me doing it. And, of course, you leave them on while you're putting them up so you can make sure all they the strands all work. are working. Yeah. I did find one strand that doesn't. I got to kind of do a little research on that. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell, really. Um, and I will, you know, so I had to make sure they all worked. So all the lights are on. And my kids are just like. You can't turn it off. Like, no. No. They're amazing. Is, yeah. I love it. Our kids do love a uh, a lit house for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I do remember when, I think Malachi was like two or three, he would, we would be driving and he'd look at houses that are decorated for Christmas and he'd be like, that house is so happy. It's decorated for Christmas. And then he'd put like, a house with no lights. He'd be like, that house is sad. And then we'd drive by the Taco Bell and he'd be like, that's the happiest house of all. <laughs> You're not wrong, kid. You're not wrong. <laughs> That kid would have loved Vegas. Right, right. Anyway. So, but yeah, yeah so but that was a week. week. Yeah, it's been fine. Mm-hmm. It's it's busy. This is I again. We kind of had a week or two in there where we weren't quite insane. Uh, kind of between our daughter's birthday and this mm-hmm. like Halloween ramp up. Yeah. But now it's it's full fledged. We're gonna just be in a sprint. I mean, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. This is all fine. This is all fine. All of this is fine. It's on fire, but it's fine. It'll be fine. Nope. So, anyway. <sighs> but today, today, we are going to talk about perhaps my least favorite Star Wars movie ever. And that includes the holiday special. And that includes the holiday special. Because that is at least an entertaining train wreck that knows what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, it is episode two, Attack of the Clones? No. No. Episode two, what is it called? Star Wars episode two. No, it is a tag of the clones. Okay. Sorry. Right. I was thinking episode three was a tag of the clones. I've been a little drinking. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Episode three is something else which we will discuss later. Yeah. But this is episode two, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith will be three. But anyway, yes. Okay. Uh, so it's episode two, Attack of the Clones. So when we left off our adventures. Oh. Oh, it doesn't matter. First, first uh, note of correction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do have a note of correction, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I was putting together the podcast and doing the the audio balancing and all that fun stuff that, you know, the production stuff. Uh, um, turns out we were referring <laughs> to Leslie Nielsen as the actor who played... Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, that is the uh, gray-haired actor from Airplane right. and the Lethal Weapon series. Truly would have been a great choice. I, I'm not saying he wouldn't have been, but Liam Neeson... Is the man who played Qui Gon Jinn, right? And has a particular set of skills. Every, everyone can understand our confusion so with for, the spoonerisms. For all of you yelling <laughs> at your podcasts last week, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. I give you the opportunity to yell. Like it's a it's a service I provide. Yeah, indeed. you can be angry at something stupid. <laughs> I can't believe they got that wrong. That they didn't do no research. Um, this is a well researched podcast. Since when? And by research, I mean drinking. Yes. We do a lot of drinking research. And also, as a fact checker, when I'm drunk, (laughs) it's not going to be good. Right. Right. This is not a hard-hitting podcast. Yes. Yes. We don't don't get our our, our PolitiFact rating or anything. We just... We just make shit up and see what happens. Yes. So, okay, anyway. We're here to discuss my least favorite Star Wars movie of all times. Yeah. 
Episode of course, you haven't seen episode three yet, but yeah. I haven't seen episode three. Actually, this is the reason, this movie is the reason I haven't seen episode three. I feel that was a fair judgment. Because I was like, fuck you, you are dead to me. <sighs> yeah, so this is, um, this is set ten years after the first, and I don't, it's weird. Because first off, it was filmed like two years after, two or three years after the first one. Maybe even just like sequentially. Uh, there was a little bit of a break in there. But um, Natalie Portman looks the same. Right. Because it was only like two years and... But to Natalie Portman's credit, now, ten years after uh, this, she looks the same. Oh, yeah. She's so, like, fantastic. Whatever. She would have looked the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that. that's a fine call. Yeah. Ewan McGregor now has like a beard. Mm-hmm. That's, so how, that's how, you how you know, know time older. has passed. Um, Chancellor Palpatine looks the same. Like, all the, you know, Jar Jar looks the same because he's a freaking CG abomination. Right, right. Um, but we're now 10 years in the future. And so sen- uh, Queen Amidala is now Senator Amidala. Right, because uh, how the Nabooian... Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah. Government works is they elect a child to be queen for like two years. <laughs> Like, we are only going to be run by emotionally unstable teenage women. Like, okay, go for it. I mean, it's still better than, you know, like the Gungans, who are an equally populous race on this planet who should have a say in politics. But hey, no. <laughs> nope, nope. 14 <laughs> year old kids, let's do it. 100%. We're going we're gonna to find a 14 year old girl. We're going to have her be in charge until she's 16. And then, and then we will move kick on her to, to the a curb, different 14 year old girl. Right. So anyway, it's been 10 years. She's now the senator mm-hmm. from Naboo. She took over Palpatine's old spot. Right, because Palpatine, Palpatine is now the chancellor. Became the chancellor. So the old chancellor, Chancellor Valoran. Okay, I don't know how any of mm-hmm. this government works. Like, I That's don't okay, know neither what is George of, Lucas. I was like, I don't know what kind of governmental system they are using. It's roughly parliamentary, um, apparently. So there's a Senate, but it's really more of a parliament. Mm-hmm. And they re-elect one of their own to become the chancellor, who is, you know, the, the lead of... Mm-hmm. The head of the parliament. Yeah. And and so Valoran was the previous um, chancellor. And at the end of episode one, he gets voted out in a vote of no confidence. <gasps> right. Harumph, because harumph. of whatever. I don't know why. It's, it's a whole trade federation. Like, the Naboo... Uh, invasion from the Trade Federation was kind of the was, was yes. excuse that they used to say there's a vote of no confidence but Chancellor Valoran and they vote him out and they vote in um, Palpatine right. from Naboo as the... Is Palpatine from Naboo? Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. He gets voted in. He um, he gets voted in as the Chancellor 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years go by this man is still chancellor right so they don't have any kind of like rotational like you're like tra- you're like chancellor for life i guess maybe as you, long as you get you reelected and then you, there's a vote of no confidence yeah i don't, I don't know. know like you're here till you screw up i don't know i feel like this was like an aspect of the whole situation that george lucas was just like i'm not gonna worry about that no one's gonna notice <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. I think he underestimates his fan base and their attention to detail. <laughs> 100%. So, also, listening last week, I say 100%, like 100%. 100%. Of the time. <laughs> I'm trying not to do that, but. Um, but your catchphrase. As soon as Amidala lands, her ship gets blowed up mm-hmm. and an assassination attempt. Right, people are trying to assassinate her. Why would you blow this thing up in space? I don't know. It seems like that would be a much more effective thing. Right, right. Because when you're in an atmosphere and it blows up, you're just meh. Right, like you can escape. Right. And breathe. And then after that, they're like, oh crap, we got to protect her. Right, so the Jedi Council is like, hey, there's been a single assassination attempt on this junior senator from this tiny planet. Mm Mm-hmm. We have 10 people in our freaking council, but we are going to devote one of these people to be your full-time bodyguard. So, well, I'm going to I'm going to stop you there. They don't it they an, they announced that Anakin is going to be her bodyguard. He is mm-hmm. not even a knight. Well, he might be a knight. He's a padawan. He's a padawan. He's a, so he's like a super junior a super junior woodchuck, whatever. And 
he's so this is kind of his first little assignment that is mm-hmm. of weight, but it, I mean he's eh, it's it's a podunk assignment how, for a podunk kid. Okay, like how many Jedi are there? Uh, depends. Yeah, thousands. Okay, there are thousands, but there's only like ten on the Jedi Council. Yeah, like the the Jedi Council that meet at the top of the temple. There's only ten of them. Okay, and they apparently don't do shit. <laughs> mean there's many many things of parliamentary procedure yeah guys if you like if c-span this mm-hmm. it's like cg space c-span it, it is this is the star wars movie for you if yeah. you like watching parliamentary procedure and various votes mm-hmm. so it so, so anyway they assign her yeah. Uh, Anakin was like, hey, yeah, people are trying to murder you. Here, you get this, like, 19-year-old hothead who doesn't know shit. But it's okay, because you know him like your friends. Yeah. That's how we assign bodyguards. <laughs> but anyway, she still gets... They still try to assassinate her. This time, um, somebody, an assassin tries to drop, like, poison millipedes in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And they, like, climb up on her bed, and they're trying to get to her. And no sort of phallic imagery right there at all. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Again, Freud has many things to say to Mr. Lucas. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but okay. Sure. Um, and Obi or and Anakin comes running into the room mm-hmm. and slices them apart. And they're millipedes. Yeah, he's got a lightsaber, man. Okay. I mean, you know the old adage, when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I guess so. The only tool so. he has is a lightsaber. Everything looks like it should be sliced in half. So, I mean, like, if you're slicing millipedes on the, yeah. f- on the floor? They're on her bed. Okay, does it slice through the bed? I mean, I maybe a little. Yeah? Do, they, do you see, like, feathers, like, flying everywhere? Ah, she would have a water bed. She's classy. Oh, gross. <laughs> so, uh, but they... Well, and Obi-Wan's there, too. Like, Yeah, okay. But Anakin's just the hothead that runs in the room first. Right, right. So he slices up the millipedes, doesn't scorch her floor or catch her bed on fire Somehow. or cut it. I got a water anyway, bed. Like, Problem solved. I mean, the water bed, you still puncture the water bed. <laughs> yeah, it would have put itself out. <laughs> and then it would put itself out. Would it put the, la- the laser out? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Can you use a lightsaber underwater? I don't know. Can you use a laser underwater? Yes. Then Yes. I guess. <laughs> um, but they see out the window that the assassin's getting away, and so they commandeer this, um, like, ship? S- speeder, like, car thing. Okay. It's not really a ship. Like, I would say a ship would have, like, be enclosed. Mm-hmm. But this thing is just, it's like a little convertible thing that they right, take right. off through the highways? Streets? It's, this is Tatooine, right? No, it's no, Coruscant. Coruscant. Okay, yeah, so, I guess that is a big city. Yeah, so they're just, like, sh- trying to chase this, um, this assassin who's flying her ship through, uh, everything, and they're tracing after her. And you, you got sick during the podcast, or the podcast. The pod race? <laughs> the pod race. You mm-hmm. got sick during the pod race part of, of episode one. Right, right. This is so much worse. This is so much worse. This is, so much this is like worse. a three-dimensional hurl. Like past. I might have gotten up and gone to the bathroom during this part of the movie when I saw it right. in a theater, and I was like, "Oh, I might throw up." <laughs> well, and it was not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steadicam is not your friend. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's all CG, and it just cuts in and out. And like anytime there's humans interacting with the CG, it looks like Gumby and Pokey show. Like they're super elastic and mm-hmm. non-organic, and it's weird. Their faces are all like stretched. Yeah, it's just not, nothing ever really works, and it doesn't have the feeling of knowing where you are or why you're doing what you're doing. It's mm-hmm. just a horrible chase. And I say that as someone who enjoys the geographically impossible chase and bullet like you at least have a feeling of what's happening and why this one is just like things flying at you and mm-hmm. scenes and it's very video gamey oh 100 percent. oh dang it um but <laughs> <laughs> but they uh yeah it is completely a video game scene and they finally do catch up with the assassin 
and the assassin's about to spill her guts and tell her who ordered the hit when she gets killed. Right, by her client or whatever. Well, another assassin, bounty hunter type thing. In the... Right, because she's going to break the code. And you whatever. see you see this assassin in, like, uh, silhouette. And right. It's, it's totally Mandalorian armor. Dun, dun, dun! <gasps> so, I mean, we don't... You know, Obi-Wan and... Anakin don't know anything about Jango Fett or, well, Boba Fett, really, mm-hmm. Boba which Fett we know from the Fett original or... trilogy. And you're like, oh, that's that guy's armor. Like, I I recognize also, it. Also, in the original trilogy, Boba Fett is the minorest of minor characters. Yes. But yet has how a he, cult. How he weaseled himself into the hearts of minds, hearts and minds of so many uh, fans is just, it's befuddling. Part Fair. of it is he doesn't say anything. True. He has, so he's no personality, so you can graft any personality on top of his personality, mm-hmm. and it works. Like, he can be anything you want him to be, because he's nothing. Yep. So there you go. Um, but they're trying to figure out what's going on, um, and so they decide to divide and conquer. Uh, Obi-Wan is going to go investigate and figure out where this assassin came from, what's going on, mm-hmm. who's this Mandalorian kid that's running around shooting uh, other assassins. Because um, that seems like all, whoever's trying to figure this out is obviously taking no chances. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Anakin's going to stay back and protect Padme. Right, that's their division of labor. Right. So Obi-Wan heads off healings on Camino, Which is an ocean planet. Yep. All ocean all the time. Except for the middle part where it's dry and there are, like, no. clones. No. Well, they're on, like, these platforms. They're on these, like, bubbles. They're on platforms. Yeah, okay, but they're not in water. No, 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 no. But it's, like... The... Well, like, when you, like, go inside buildings or inside whatever and then there's, like, air. Well, yeah, I mean... I mean, it's a giant... There's, like, these giant j- drilling platforms out mm-hmm. in the ocean and that's where... All the the clone all works happen. Happens. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily in the water. I don't think. But I don't it's remember on this like surface of the ocean. Okay, it's on the surface of the ocean. Okay. And so yeah, he he Obi Wan walks in and he gets greeted at the door and they're like, "Hey, are you here about the clones?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> that seems like what I should be here for. And they're like, "Let me show you." Yeah, let me give you the tour. Obviously, you know, since you're here, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, I do. Of course Indeed. I do. And then they come around the corner and they introduce him to Django Fett. Mm-hmm. And there's a really awkward, tense scene between the two of them where Django Fett's like, wait, who the hell's this guy? You're not. Wait, did you let him in here? Why? What? And Obi-Wan's like. But Django like, Fett's not the head of this operation. He's just the meat bag that they based all of these clones off of. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but he does—he is working. At, he's the assassin from earlier. I mean, he is, yes, but you so don't know knows, that yet. Well, he knows a little bit more, right? Than, um, you know, the the average clone. Mm-hmm. He's got something going on, and so they have like a little battle, and Django tries to escape with his kind of son Boba. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. They were like, in exchange for selling all of my DNA mm-hmm. to make these clones. All I want is a kid. All I want is a child. But I want... It's not enough for him to have half of my DNA. He has to have 100% of my DNA. Yeah. Like, he has to be my exact clone, but a child. So it's like, but we could make him better. We could get rid of this heart condition. Nope, nope, he has to keep it. He has to keep all of the... <laughs> That's some all hubris of the, right all there. All the flaws that I have, he also has to have. I mean, first off, he's the base of thousands of thousands of clones. Right. But to be like, nope, I need to raise this one as a child, my own, as a single dad, because I am a great single parent. Right, right. I was like, I feel like the bounty hunter life... Is not a single parent life. Yeah. You need a real support group. Like, it takes a village. I don't know... And not a cloned village. I don't know like... who your village is. The clones. Really? So the clones will help raise him? No. Like, heck yes. I that would t- be... I will take that. I, I would watch that show. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. One of the clones with, like, a little pram, like, bringing him to preschool, mm-hmm. like, clones teaching him how to read, clones... It's <laughs> gonna end up... He would end up, like, Liv Tyler's shoes. character from uh, Armageddon. 
Oh, which I've never seen. Oh, you've never seen that? No. Oh, my gosh. All yeah. the things we have to watch there, before next I mean, week. I... Okay, whenever you're like, hey, you should see that movie. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to see that movie. <laughs> like... I'm just not. Like, if I haven't seen it by now, it probably Assume won't happen. It won't happen. Uh, anyway, so they have a little fight, and uh, Django and Boba Fett manage to escape, but Obi-Wan manages to put a tracking device on their ship, mm-hmm. a trick Boba Fett totally learns from and uses to his advantage in the original trilogy. Right. But, at the end, but at, Boba Fett's a child. Yeah, he's a child Is at this moment. Django Fett and Boba Fett together in the pod or whatever? Yes, yes, they are. Right, because I'm totally going to take my eight-year-old... Like gallivanting. Haven't you learned? Eight year olds are gal- perfect. <laughs> we learned this. We talked about this extensively last last episode. Right, right. They're good at everything. They're great. You can put Guys, them in. Guys, I have ships. an eight year old. I don't trust her to like. They are not good at everything. I have a ten year old, which means I've had two eight year olds now. Yes. Truly. We have a seven year old. So we got an eight year old on deck. They can barely make toast. Truth. They mess up my table so bad. <laughs> but. Meanwhile, back back at the ranch, Anakin is having nightmares mm-hmm. about his mom. Okay. So, Anakin has been away from his mom for like 10 years, right? Right, yeah. Under no point was he like, I should write my mom a letter. Mm-hmm. I should send someone to check on her. Well, okay. Like, I should keep tabs on her somehow. So, a couple things. Um, she, she is a slave. She is a slave. So, whether or not, like, sending her a letter would be effective is probably... I mean... Don't you think, like, once every two years, the council could, like, send him on a little trip? Well. And, like, just check. Just other, check on things. The other part of this, though, is that the council, or Jedi life, is all about losing connections. It's a very Buddhist kind of thing. Yeah. Where you can't be connected to the things of this world. You have to give up And that includes possession. relationships, which is yeah. not Buddhism. Buddhism is not, like, True, that. But, <laughs> uh, but they're super into, like, the, the lack of connection because... You know, if you're... That's love, some, some Walden Pond bullshit. Yeah, well, like, and fear leads to, you know, hate and hate, and, you know, Right, fear stuff. leads to hate and hate to the dark side. Yeah, I like Um But part of that, if you back it up, is like, you know, connection is love, love leads to jealousy, jealousy leads to Right, right, fear, good things lead to, to bad hate. things, so and just like, like, don't experience emotions, you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry... You are some of the whiniest, like, emotional, bullshitty people. One of you is literally Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> right. Like, don't tell me you can't emote. <laughs> like that, that man is all emotion. <laughs> and so, you know, so have no connections. Don't go back to your past life. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't let that cloud your judgment. Don't let that. So he's kept that a secret from the Jedi, probably. Mm-hmm. But he tells Padme, because she's safe. Mm-hmm. As far right. as he knows. Right. Whoever, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And so Padme's like, you should go back and visit her. So we have our required episodic retreat to Tatooine. Right. Because you got to go every movie. Every movie's got to go to Tatooine. Well, because it's cheap to film there. There's desert. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, it's an orangey desert. Like we, we got like those all over the place. Yeah. We're, we got we got a place. Uh, who wants to go to Tunisia this week? I'll do it. Yeah. So he goes back to Tunisia slash... Um, Tatooine. Tatooine to check on his mom. Was this filmed in Tunisia? Yeah. 2002? Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. It was fine. They weren't currently having a revolution or anything. Okay. At that moment. Right. Then. Um, and he gets there and he looks up Watto and Watto's like, oh, I sold her this, this Lars guy. Um, and he's like, oh, well, what'd he do? He's like, oh, he freed her. He married her. Weird. Okay, cool. Then what? And then what happened? Oh, she got kidnapped by the Sand People. Where are these? So wait, Watto knows all of this stuff, or does he go back to Lars? Well, I think um, Kleeg tells her. Kleeg Largs. Okay. Tells her that she got. Tells him that she got kidnapped by the the Sand People, and is like she's probably dead already. Like right. It's 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 horrible. It's been a couple weeks. About when your nightmare started, coincidentally, so... Yeah. Eh, life sucks some days. Right, like, we looked for her, we did what we could, but... Yeah, we're just, we're just farmers. What can we do against raiders? Mm-hmm. Eh, it turns out... Right. So he goes on the literal warpath. Literal. 
um, looking just, for. Like, finds his mom. His mom's, like, sick or injured or something. Uh, dying of sadness, maybe. Dying of sadness. Why didn't you think of that? That makes sense. Does it? No. <laughs> anyway, so she <laughs> dies in his arm. She was right. waiting to see him, I guess. Yeah, I don't... That, what? Hmm. that wasn't well explained. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, if she was sick or if she was wounded... But she dies. But she dies. And Anakin loses his ever-loving mind. It's true. And he just murders everyone. The women, the children, everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, just massacres this village of sand people. Right. And we cut back to Obi-Wan. Okay. Like, <laughs> like that just hangs. It's just like, ba -ba -da -da. it's fine. Star Wars wipe across the screen diagonally, mm -hmm. and we're Whoa. on the other storyline. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Obi-Wan has followed the Slave One to Geonosis. The Slave One is Jango Fett's ship. Right. Okay. So, he's followed that to Geonosis, which is a rocky planet, mm -hmm. which is different from the desert planet. I feel like Geonosis should have been where the clones were made. Yeah, well, Genesis Eosis. Sure. That's all on the nose. Yeah. But um, he finds out that there's like a whole Separatist army there. Okay. With the little freaky winged things and some droids and mm -hmm. Count Dooku. Okay, so is this the first time we see Count Dooku? Yeah. Okay. He's mentioned in the crawl, but this is the first okay. first time he shows up. So Count Dooku used to be a Jedi. Right. And then he kind of stopped being a Jedi. You know, he just doesn't subscribe from the newsletter. I don't think people can stop being a Jedi. Apparently they, they can. They either just, like, turn to the dark side or they die. Yeah. So here's another one. He was, you know who his master was? Who? Yoda. Oh, nice. So, like, Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like he walks into council one day and they're like, Did, didn't you have a Padawan? Like, wasn't he hanging out with you? Old dude, looks like Christopher Lee. Right. Is actually Christopher Lee. Um, <laughs> that's, that's inconsequential. <laughs> um, you know, like, kind of a notable figure here. Right, right. Like, where'd he go? Oh, dude, no, I do not. Like, I mean. Really? Yeah, like. Don't you should you, keep traps. Aren't, aren't you supposed to be real good at this force bullshit? Like. Wasn't he, like, insanely powerful and able to, like, throw things around and really good at sword fighting? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, where is he? He might be dead. And you're like, can we have some proof of him being dead? Like, can you not feel his presence in the Force anymore? Yeah. Okay, if you question, if mm -hmm. you turn to the dark side, does your Force presence shift and the Jedi can't feel you anymore? I don't think so. Like, because um, Obi-Wan was able to feel Vader. Okay. So, so, like, they should be able to, like... Stretch out with their feelings and tell, like, well, he's not dead. Like, yeah, he's around here somewhere. He's around here somewhere. Maybe we should check on him. Yep. Nope. Don't think to do that. But that's not how the Jedi. No, run. no, they're unassailable and they can never screw up and they will tell you that to your face. <laughs> and so this thing that they really screw up, who is now leading an army against the Empire. Yeah, so it's or a, the a separatist army. Republic. Against the Republic. Right. Where it's like, hey, you guys, you're fucking up, and you're not uh, whatevering our interests, yeah. and we don't want to be part of your club anymore. So here's so the like, other We're thing. on the brink of civil war. Not really civil war. But yeah, it's civil war. It's civil war. Here's the other thing, okay? Where was Obi-Wan? He was on Geonosis. Yes. Or not Geonosis, he was on Kamino. He, yeah, he was on the, the planet. He throws a tracker on the clone. He's on the Clone Wars planet. Mm -hmm. There's a tracker. It lands on the Separatist planet. Right. Shouldn't right. there be some warning flags that like? This is connecting some dots. Some Who? somehow like. But no, he calls the council and he's like, "Weird, right? Apparently, we have a clone army that I don't remember anyone ordering. Yeah. Also, there's also I found all these separatists. <laughs> right. Seems weird, right? Right. And so, um, the, the council decides to do the only logical thing and send Anakin in. Nineteen year old. Nineteen year old. Not who, not even a Jedi Knight. Who, as a bodyguard, brings his bodyguard client with him to the war zone. Right. So Padme's there too. Right. Who he tells all about the, like, killing the women and children, and she's like, huh, I understand. 
You're like, uh, no, 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 you should not understand. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean you understand? Have you done this before? Right. Are you also a murderer? Do you also go on murderous rampages every once in a while? Do you or someone you know <laughs> routinely slaughter villages of women, children, and adult men? Right. If so. Right. Maybe. Maybe you're a psycho. Yeah, maybe. This whole time, it was Padme. Like, it's Padme's long game. I don't know, maybe. So, he uh, he takes her with him to Geonosis to rescue Obi-Wan, who's been captured. Wait, he was captured by Jango Fett. Uh, Jango Fett, Darth Sidious, all those crew. Okay, Darth Sidious. Not, not Darth Sidious, um, Darth Tyrannus, who is Count Dooku. Oh, Count Dooku. Why do they get different names? Tradition. Why can't... The, so, there's a tradition... Of Jedi's turning to the dark side Where and, else do you get cha- and changing their name. Yes. Do anyone ever join the dark side first? Yeah, yeah. I mean, occasionally you find a kid, and, and then you're do like, pe- and, oh, do, and then potential. do people turn from the dark side to the light side? Oh ever, no, it never ever. works that way. Never works that it's, way. At that one time. <laughs> what one time? <laughs> with 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 Vader for the last three seconds of his life, which is why he can be a Force ghost. I guess maybe, but like, let's not call that a redemption. That was. At best, uh, a rebellion in the Sith ranks gone wrong. Is it better since... To burn out or to fade away? Uh, I mean, that, the eternal question. Uh, since when you make Jedi, mm-hmm. you teach them all of this powerful information, and then it is, I'm going to say likely, that they will turn to the dark side. Sure. Is it better... Just not to teach people this. Yeah, maybe we just don't. Well, maybe so, maybe we just don't. Yeah. So, well, the Sith are out there. They're willing to teach you, right? And they're willing to teach you the version that's like. And also, you can bring a date to a party, <laughs> right? Like Sith Christmas parties <laughs> might be a little dangerous, but at least you know, right? They at got least there's girls. A, there's a plus one. Yeah, fish uh, or chicken, or um, you know, murder. Mm-hmm. Are there lady Sith? Yeah, Massage Ventress. Ah, she's the one. Uh, well, she's the one that came to my mind initially, mm-hmm. but there are others in the uh, Old Republic era. Okay. But, um, yeah, totally. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. But they... <laughs> anyway, where are we going? So, they go off to Geonosis to save Obi-Wan, and yes. they promptly get captured because right. they're Cause, fucking useless. Right, Anakin is not a good Jedi. He's not. He's not. He's, he's not he's, a good Jedi. He's very new to his job, even though he's been doing it for ten goddamn years. Yep. Well, they do make a point of the fact that he he came into it late. Usually they try to get the younglings earlier than, like, nine years old. Really? Which is creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like Jedi yeah. daycare or something? Not cool. Anyway, um, but so he's, I guess, a little bit behind the curve. Yeah, because it, it takes 10 years. Psychotic. Right. And so um, they're captured. They're going to be executed in the, like, Colosseum on Geonosis. Uh-huh. They're, like, tied to stone pillars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Padme's shirt is artfully ripped across the midriff. Right. Very cute. Yeah. Um, and then re- they release some evil, like, big yeah. monsters and some stuff weird, to eat some them. Some weird thing to eat them. And sell toys. Mm-hmm. 100% to sell toys. Um, and then who shows up at the Calvary? De- then some Jedi. Bunch of Jedi and some clone troopers. Because mm-hmm. back on Coruscant... Is this the one that, uh, like... <sighs> Is it NSYNC who's in this? Or the Backstreet Boys? One of them. Yeah, they're is Jedi. It's like Jedi. Fair. I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember who it is. It was very dated. <laughs> but the reason, like, all these guys show up is because uh, they had intercepted Obi-Wan, or Obi-Wan had transmitted, like, all the details. Right, it was like, hey. Hey, we have a clone army, and also the Separatists are over here, mm-hmm. and um, they decide to vote in the Senate mm-hmm. to give Pamper... Uh, Chancellor Palpatine. Right. They have voted in the Senate to give Chancellor Palpatine 
emergency powers. Right. And, and who Jar Jar, who? Jar Jar Binks. Yep. How did Jar Jar Binks become a politician? He is, I think, uh, like the junior senator. Like he is mm. Padme's stand-in when she's not around. Ah. And since she was busy being kidnapped. Yes. She's not around. By the worst bodyguard on the fucking planet. Right. Just do your job. Um, and so he votes emergency powers that allows Chancellor Palpatine to send... To come in and rescue Obi-Wan. Yeah. But we all know that Chancellor Palpatine is bad. Right. Right? So... Hindsight's twenty twenty. What's his gambit? So now he gets a war. Okay. You know, he he had built this clone army in secret... Which, again, I feel like should have been investigated a little fuller. Like, right, right. how were you ready to go with this whole right, thing? Right, But secret military projects, that's... Right, Toad's so, so fine. That's so fine. fine. We're, we're cool. So you're a patriot. The military-industrial com- complex thanks you for your service. Right, right. It's a uh, job creator. But there's a whole war on Geonosis where the clones are flying in and... Samuel Jackson kills Jango Fett. Like, cuts his head fucking off in front of his kid. Right. That's going to mess you up. Right. And then you're like, why didn't Boba Fett become a Sith? He's not force sensitive. Oh. You can't, so you can't just be a, a Sith? No. If you want to be? No, it's like Jedi. Yeah. You have to be force sensitive. Yeah. So, um, so, but he hates the Jedi mm-hmm. for cause. For reasons. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, there's a battle and... Why wouldn't you want Okay, if you're making a clone army, yeah, wouldn't you want a bunch of force-sensitive clone armies, or would you specifically want someone who is not force-sensitive? So, not sure the force works that way. <laughs> yes, it does. It's all it's all bloodborne pathogens. It's all part of your DNA. <laughs> but like, Anakin's brothers, half brothers, and half sisters aren't force-sensitive all at all. Right. That's because um, it's all it's all of his like force ghost dad. Who mm. raped his mom. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know the details. It's never been gotten into. I mean, I think I think that's what happened. Sure. Um, but, like... I mean, we, may, maybe... Maybe it wasn't rape. But... but the, sure. Consensual force maybe, ghost. Maybe it was consensual time. force ghost. Hanky time. But anyway... Um, like, there's a lot of siblings... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ashoka mentions the fact uh, Ashoka Tano's a character from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I think she has siblings that are not force sensitive. That are not force sensitive. Like it's it's not a guarantee that like anybody in a family. Although it does have a little bit of a th- genetic thing, it seems it's like, like kids being do a sometimes. wizard in Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. It can happen to Muggle families. It tends to happen to wizarding families, but, but not you can always. also have squibs. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. And so just putting a clone out there but if, may or may not have So then there should the be force some force-sensitive clones, just like from the churn. Yeah, I mean, but would they be any more likely than the general population? No, they should also, be the you exact any, same. I don't know how... It was like one in a million. Is, right. So you make 10 million clones and you get your 10 force-sensitives and then you... Right. Just do what you do with the right. rest. Right, and then just don't do anything with that? Like, you ten over here to get trained, you you guys are infantry. Yeah, you guys can all be cannon fodder. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But but anyway, so there's the whole battle. Uh, Count Dooku slash Darth Tyrannus is there, and he starts fighting uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And pretty resoundedly hands them their asses. Right, right. He's real good at the fighting. He's really good at the fighting. He manages to cut Anakin's hand off. Yes. Which is a trend in Star Wars. You have to have a hand his every whole, episode. His like, arm, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Like not just his, like at the shoulder. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, he takes out Obi Wan and pins him down, and then at the very end, who shows up? But. Our favorite Kermit the Frog knockoff. Yoda. Yoda. Is this the movie where you see Yoda's really crazy fighting style? The first one, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he's going to be even more so in the third movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I just remember the, the thing is he opens his Yoda, like... His robe. Robe. Sticks his right hand out in front of him and force pulls his lightsaber off his belt into his hand. 
Right. And turns it on. And I was, was like, like, oh, I don't even, I don't even need to pick up my lightsaber, bitch. Like, I was like, you're just showing up. And then he just like gets into the stance with the lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to bounce like a meth addict from just like and he's pinballing. Like, and Doku, Dooku's like, I got nothing for this. Like, what the fuck is this style? Like, mm-hmm. I've been trained in, like, 16 different styles of how to, like, get rid of... I mean, I feel like it's a very specific fighting style for this specific species. So, yeah, for... And other tiny species. Yeah, I feel so, too. Are there, like, teeny, tiny little aliens that are Force-sensitive that are, like, the size of a mouse? That would be adorable. That would be so cute! I, I assume possibly. I mean, force sensitivity seems to be a sentient creature thing. Right, if, if you're a sentient creature. So what's the smallest sentient creature that can use the force? I don't know. It's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, I think like chipmunk. Chipmunk. So, well, chipmunk would not count as sentient. Uh, unless they're Alvin and the... Right. No, but like chipmunk-sized. Okay. Like chipmunk-sized alien... Fair. Sentient species. So. That's my guess. Unless there's like sentient germs... Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe they can use the force. But anyway, uh, but Dooku's getting his, his ass handed to him and starts throwing stuff at Obi-Wan and Anakin to distract Yoda. Right. And get... <laughs> and starts throwing stuff at Obi-Wan and Anakin to distract Yoda. To distract Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. Okay. And gets away and... Yoda just kind of looks to the camera and says, you know, begun the Clone Wars have. Mm-hmm. And scene. Right, and that's the end? Uh, there's a little denouement where Anakin's getting where his Anakin new arm. Get, and he gets married. Yeah, and he gets married to, to Padme. Padme. They had a very short courtship. I would agree. Very short. And uh, probably ill-advised at that. Yes. Yes. Not because the relationships are the source of all pain. But because, like, he's, like, also, like 18, George, stop, 19. Stop putting so much of your fucking life in these movies. Like, relationships are the source of all pain. Like, fuck you. Like, maybe your relationships. Maybe your relationships. I <laughs> find great satisfaction from my marriage, and right. um, you're ev- an asshole. Not everyone has an unhappy Not marriage. Not you. I mean, like, George. George yeah. is the asshole. You're Thanks. fantastic. Thank you. I knew what you meant. Good. Just clarifying. <laughs> I like sleeping in a bed. Um, but, no, he's, yeah... And also, like, there's... Like, and very on the nose. Like, there's no nuance and subtlety. No. It's very, like... Also, okay, so let's just discuss. She's 24 she's and 24. a senator. And she's a, got and her a shit together. Senator. Yes. She's been the ruler of a, of a entire planet before. Right. He's 19. Mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old. He's a little bit of a spaz and a hothead. Right. So, do you remember when you were in, like, high school and, like, somebody would be dating from someone for college and you're like, ooh, wow, like, good for you. Yes. And then you got to college and you met the people that date people in high school and you're like, ooh, ooh. wow. Yes. Yeah. Like. Yes. 100%. Indeed. Like, this is, I feel even worse than that because she is not just, like, in college. She's out of college. She's out of college. She's had a career. Right. And she knows where she's going in life. And, like, this little, like... Lost boy. Lost boy hippie kid mm-hmm. with anger control issues is like, hey, you want to get married? And she's like... Yeah. Whatever. I have no other options. Yeah. I was like... Oh, no, no, no. you got, like, you have tons so, you have of... You so many options. <laughs> Arguably, she's probably the most eligible bachelorette of Naboo. Right? Right, I'm sure she could figure something else she out. She could figure something else out, but like little. Yeah, I would be much more comfortable if there was like a 15 year space in time between the first movie when and the second movie. When he was like movie. 24. And they'd be like 24 and 29. Well, even if he was like a Jedi Knight instead of like kind Just of a like Padawan. A... Right. Like... Yeah, if he was more established in his career. Yeah, and kind of had his thing going. His shit together slightly more. So many things would be better. So many things would be better. <laughs> but here we are. But here we are. And no. It's... I mean, also, like, there's no point in which you're like, oh, but he's a mature 19. Like. No, if anything, he's going out of his way to prove his immaturity. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not a good look, folks. Right, right. Not a good look. So. Uh, so what do we learn? Uh, if you like watching Parliamentary Procedure, you we... can watch this movie. Or you can watch C-SPAN. 
She's been maybe more entertaining, especially these last couple of weeks. With I don't remember anything about this movie, and everything I remember is fucking boring. Like, yep. I watched this movie. I don't remember any of it well, except for the, the parts action, in which I was very bored. All the action parts are just like, why are we doing this? Like, this <laughs> makes no sense. Like, doesn't tie into the plot no. or the character development. So plot heavy. Yeah. I did say I did say he was like very world buildy and not very plot heavy, and now he's like very plot heavy and not very like character development. I feel like maybe I should have specified like George. Yeah. Like there's three things. Like you can have a world, you can have characters, and you can have plot. And like and the I three need, of them have to work together. I need all of those things in a good movie. You cannot just choose one and be like, Oh, well I was criticized for too much world building and not enough plot. I'm gonna be like plotty plot 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 and you're like Bro, <laughs> if I don't care about any of these people, it makes it hard to watch. Indeed. So, George, I'm sorry if you're listening. Perhaps I needed to be more firm and more specific about my criticism. Yeah. Or whoever's doing episode nine. I mean, we've got like three weeks till that comes out. So, obviously, <laughs> you have time to get it rewritten, re-edited, and back. Right. You're welcome. So, work on that. What else did we learn? Hmm... I don't know. It really isn't a great movie. What did you learn? Don't get your childhood hopes and dreams up and pin them on the success of a movie. Oh. I Okay, so I have to say, I'm not one of those people that's like, this movie ruined my childhood. My childhood was fine. Mm-hmm. It did not go back in time and erase the joy that I got out of the Star Wars universe. That's true. And it doesn't prevent me from having joy in the Star Wars universe going forward. Right, because frankly, movies aren't that powerful. But at the same time, I did expect better. Like I did not expect better. I remember going to this movie reluctantly because I was very, very excited for episode one. And episode one, like... Hot garbage. Yes, yes. It was a flaming dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well... I want it to be less annoying than episode one. Like, that's where I was. I was like, can it be less annoying? And it was less annoying, but completely inconsequential in that. Mm -hmm. We forgot about the whole part where he meets his half-brother. Oh, yeah. Uncle Owen. Yeah, and you're just like, hi, fans. Yeah, and so it turns out C-3PO, which uh, Anakin built, has been living on this moisture farm. With Lars and his uh, family yeah, for, like, ten years, right? Sure. Which means in episode four, when he shows back up with C-3PO, I, Uncle Owen had to have some serious brain damage to be like, oh, this super grating droid yeah. who lived on my farm for ten years, like, I don't recognize him. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe... That's a fair right? point. That's a right. fair point. I don't know. Right. The Star like, Wars oh, universe these... is built on amnesia. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think they just like brain wipe everyone every five years. Sounds good. So what else did you learn? Anything? Nothing. Nothing. I learned zero things. I'm going with that. So that's fine. So that was it. That was it. That was episode two. Yeah. We got episode three next week. Hopefully. Which I haven't seen. Yeah. We'll because be able to watch this it. is when I broke up with George Lucas and I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to have to like download that for you and put, force it on tablet and make you watch it on the way up to your mom's for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that'll be, it'll be the best Thanksgiving ever. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. So miss. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll catch you all later. Yeah. Um, and uh, for those of you out there still listening, please parent responsibly. Yes. <laughs>